everybody, and welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 96, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV, pop culture, what have you. Today, fantasy, what? I'm your host, uh, one who has seen the eye, Carter Sims, and uh, I'm joined today by my precious, it's Jackson McGurin. Hello, little boy. Kicks bucket, or kicks the helmet so hard you broke your foot for the whole movie. Nice. Good yeah. stuff. I love that. How you doing, buddy? Uh, good. How are you? I am terrific because we were talking about a very exciting thing today with a very exciting person, Jackson. And it's not <gasps> you. I'm sorry. True. Yeah. Well, you know, you do 96 of these with a person. You need someone else, you know? You anyway. It up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> joined by a special guest today, a friend of the pod, new member on the podcast, a new guest, uh, joined today by someone who can't carry it for us. But she can carry us, Jackson. It's Aaron Daly. Hello, Aaron. Hello. What's up? How you doing? Doing wonderful. Excited to chat with you guys. Mm-hmm. And what are we talking about today, Aaron? The Lord of the Rings. You're damn right we are. You're uh, damn right. In honor of uh, the show, Ring. what is it called? Rings of Power? Rings of right? Power. Yep. Uh, is out today by the time this airs. So <laughs> in preparation for that, we are diving into the world of Middle Earth and finally doing a Lord of the Rings episode. I'm excited. Aaron's excited. Jackson's excited. Yes. Amazing. I love it. Should we dive in, Jackson? <gasps> Carter, tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. Oh, boy. Aaron, this is our uh, what we're into this week section of the podcast. Ooh. Um, I'll start us off, and I'm sure Aaron can echo these sentiments. I've been watching House of Dragon. Um, it's incredible. And I mentioned it last week. It's very feels very much like early Game of Thrones. Um, Aaron is nodding her head in agreement. Um, <laughs> it is wonderful. Aaron, how are you liking the show so far? I love it. I've loved the first two episodes. I'm really excited for the third one. Mm-hmm. I think the characters they've introduced are awesome so far. I think it's setting up the plot line wonderfully. It was awesome. You texted me, I think, last night and was like, I figured out all this shit. I know what's going on. I have theories. Great. I love it. And I was like, oh, yeah, people are dying and stuff. But she was like, no, 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 it's much more. So she's the wiser of us, Jackson, truly. Um, So I've been watching that. That's been great. I've been watching more of The Boys, Jackson, finally. Yeah. Catching up on that. I watched two more episodes. I think I watched (laughs) uh, two episodes previously, like a month and a half ago. So I'm... At this rate, I'll be done by like 2024, ready for season four or whatever, five perhaps. Yeah. By the time um, you finish it, they'll reboot the franchise and start again. So perfect. I love that. And then finally, I went to the theaters yesterday by myself, treated myself yesterday, and I saw the uh, the Orphan prequel movie. Was it good? Uh, no, but uh, it was something. Have you seen nice. Orphan? Anyone seen Orphan here? No. Guys. Maybe. Maybe. It, so, so I'm going to spoil Orphan real quick. The, the movie from 2009, I think. Um, they like adopt a little girl, but turns out she's not a little girl. She's like 30 years old. Yes. Yeah. Yep, I have seen it. Yeah. That's the weird twist. And uh, this was the prequel to that. Um, basically. The Where same she's thing. actually that young. She's a real child. No, she's still 30 years old, but she's like, I got another one. It's just like and, the year before. Yeah. Actually, literally, it's like months before. Um, that's so, so it was weird. It was me cool. and two other men seeing the movie alone. And I just love when that happens to me. Romantic. So, yeah, yeah, it was pretty romantic. Everyone the sexual tension is through the roof. Truly. 
Um, that was what I was into. Jackson, what about you, buddy? What were you into? Yeah, so uh, I finished my rewatch of The Legend of Korra, which was the Avatar spinoff mm-hmm. sequel. That's really good. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, on top of that, I've been uh, I started watching Umbrella Academy season three, which is like kind of trash TV, but like in a fun way. Like it's that bad, not good. It's like not great, but like that's the Elliot I like, show, right? Yes. yes and I okay. like some of I like some of the characters. So I'm kind of just watching it for them. And I hate some of the other characters so much. They're so annoying. Tough. Isn't um, there like a dance? I, I saw that on like YouTube. There's like a big dance there's like a dance sequence in every season it's like a big deal it's they kind of took way too much from like the guardians movies and was like oh we're gonna have like like big like dance sequences and like music numbers to our action and it doesn't really work all the time but that's fine um yeah i don't know it's not that good but it's it's entertaining uh (laughs) then i just finished she hulk episode three today oh i didn't watch that you didn't watch it yet no you've been watching it I just started it today. Yeah. I'm liking it. I'm not, again, I'm not in love with the CGI model. It's super weird. She twerks mm. in this episode. I did see that. That's really I weird, too. That. With um, Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Yeah. I did <laughs> see that. I don't know. They, they've been talking about how they don't know how to write like a legal procedural, which is like maybe the biggest aspect of the show. And it's kind of <laughs> starting to show a little bit. Uh-oh. But that's okay. Um, and then on top of that, I binged Lord of the Rings for like, the first time in a long time. So that it's was also stuff. fun. A hell of a way to spend nine hours out of your week. I love mm-hmm. it. Aaron, what about you? What are you into this week? I just finished a Ted Lasso rewatch. Yes. yes. Had to just for the for the good vibes. Must. Um, I also rewatched all the Lord of the Rings movies in preparation, dedicated Hob- a lot of hours, extended Hobbits editions, too, and all. Habits. I rewatched those a couple weeks ago. So okay. I went ahead and gave it's myself fresh. a pass. You know, fresh, didn't feel the yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. Might as well skip. Uh-huh. Um oh my, I just finished rewatching Veronica Mars. Have you guys ever seen that? No, but I've heard <sighs> great things. I've also heard good things. Isn't that uh that's Kristen Bell? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was made. Early me. seasons are great. You know, when she's young, they're those are phenomenal. They the, rebooted it recently, or like did a yeah. new season. Oh, yeah, did they, they did a new season, and it's just not great. With Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I missed that completely. It's not great, but you know, it was fun to watch. Fun, amazing. Anything yeah. else? Hmm. Oh, I watched Fresh on Hulu with Sebastian <gasps> Dan and Daisy. Hell Kirkland. yeah! Really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan just having the time of his life. It was a good time. Truly, truly he is. Did you watch that one, Jackson? Did you miss that one? I've not seen it, but I've heard many good things about it. It's fun. He's a cannibal, right? You can watch. Uh yes. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, but there's he's la- kind of a cannibal. Is it like layers. There's layers to it? Yeah, there's layers. Do they like volunteer? Yeah. He has feelings, man. Okay. Interesting. So just get it. Yeah, get that right. Amazing. Uh cool. Uh, let's, um, chug right along to newsflash then. You think you're too cool for school, but I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. And, uh, let's talk about some newsy news. Uh, Jackson, do you have any newsy news to start us off? I just have two small ones. I can get out of the way really quick. Number one is HBO Max or HBO or Warner Brothers or whoever has canceled Fandom this year, which was DC's big remote like 
Comic-Con kind of event where they do their Hall H type stuff and reveal all their movies. But because they've pushed back all of their movies till 2023 and haven't announced any new projects and are probably going to cancel more, I imagine they didn't want to show off anything because I don't think they have a plan right now. So all the stuff they had, they just like they're canceled not and deleted. Yeah. So that's all gone. Um, and then also Brendan Gleason from many movies. I think he's in some stuff. You've Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of other things right now. I in Bruges. A banger. Yes. That's actually the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. That's a good right. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was cast in the Joker sequel. With uh, alongside Walking Phoenix and Lady Gaga, so hell yeah, mm. getting more excited for that day by day. Mm-hmm. Love it, uh, Aaron. Do you have any newsy news? I have. You guys been following the the drama with Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde and Shia yes. Buff? It's so. I nice. have been knee deep in it lately. Amazing. I'm can very you, intrigued. So, do you can you explain what what's up? What's happening? Well, word on the street is that. Originally, it came out that Shia LaBeouf, who was originally cast as the role that Harry Styles is now in, yes. left because of scheduling conflicts. That was the story way back when. And now Olivia Wilde is saying that she fired him because of his work ethic and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. to protect Florence Pugh and blah, blah, blah. And then Shia LaBeouf came out and said, no, 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 not the case. And so it's this back and forth. Meanwhile, Florence Pugh is just silent. And and I'm I'm just curious. You know, I would I want to know if she'll say anything about it because yeah, I'm intrigued. I, I don't think so. Like, I don't think she's making like any like press or doing None. any press about this movie. I think she's in Venice right now for Venice Film Festival yeah. for the movie, but I don't know if she's doing any interviews or anything. Yeah. Well, there's um, rumors that she said she wouldn't do any press with Harry or Olivia and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, interested to see what happens. I'm even more interested now because one of my little bits today was that Shia LaBeouf was just cast in a Francis Ford Coppola movie today. Oh, really? Uh, Megalopolis, which is starring Adam oh. Driver. Um, and I have a feeling that I think when filming's supposed to start is like when Shia LaBeouf goes on trial for like his uh, domestic abuse charges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen there because also like in this movie is like Aubrey Plaza and like, Natalie Emmanuel, I feel like they're gonna drop out of the movie if Shia LaBeouf's there. I don't know. That's just Probably. a. That's just like a, I don't know if I'd want to be there on set with a abuser. Um, yeah. What can I say? Um, so yeah, this has been very interesting, and um, I'll continue to say that I'm on Team Harry and Team Jason Sudeikis throughout all of it. Just oh wow! That taking both sides, so taking true. both sides, and Florence Pugh. I think Olivia Wilde is. Uh, I don't know. She just might be the problem. I think she might be the problem. But if Harry's willingly dating her, is she all? Is he also like the problem there too? Yeah, truthfully, I don't think Harry cares. I think he's just on tour, loving his life, and I think I think he, he does what he's told. I love, True. I love him. I really do. Huge we love fan. him. He's having I think a moment. He goes where he's told. Yeah, I think that's true. Anyway. Oh, also, I have another Shia LaBeouf thing since you guys both mentioned it. Uh, the Honey Boy movie that was like semi autobiographical about. Uh, his life uh-huh. where he plays his own dad. Uh, he admitted recently on, uh, Oh, whose podcast was that? It's um Joe Rogan. No, it's the guy who played the Punisher. Why can't I think of his name? right? John now? Bernthal. Yeah. John Bernthal's podcast. And he was talking about how he made up all the abuse stuff that his dad did in the movie. Like Big he didn't tough. actually physically abuse him at all. And like, he feels really bad about it. 
and yeah it's just kind of fucked up mm, i don't know shia 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 it Trans- ain't so shia transformers changed you uh that's but tough yeah, it's tough especially because like now how do you explain it like why are you such a bad person like like he almost know. had like not an out obviously but like oh sure i, like, I kind of get an where, explanation yeah uh-huh. but now it's like all right now i'm even more confused about your deal so that's great that's rough um hate to so. see it that's unfortunate. By the way, I learned this week that uh, Shia LaBeouf, this is a very, this is a tangent. Shia LaBeouf was originally asked to play uh, Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network. Did you know that? I learned Ooh. that this week. Yeah. I, uh, I would be interested in seeing that. He turned it down. Yeah. Um, anyway, hmm. just a little fun fact. Um, I have news that we didn't mention last week, Jackson, that I okay. feel like we would be remiss if we didn't mention. Um, Movie Pass is back. And... Uh, I uh, I was on Movie Pass back in the day, back in 2018. You were one of the original exploiters uh-huh. of the service. Yep, I exploited the hell out of it for like the <laughs> first month until they realized we don't know what we're doing, and then they like went away. But um, they're like, you can do signups this month. Uh, I I won't be, but there's different tiers. If you're not on AMC Stubbs A list, maybe look into Movie Pass, and maybe I don't know, maybe it won't fail this time. I don't know. Is it going to like, have they adjusted their model at all? Or like, what's different this time? There are like three tiers. There's a $10 tier, a $20 tier and a $30 tier, but there's very little information about what those tiers do. Do How um, much was it before you were paying like 20 bucks? I think I paid, was paying 20 bucks a month initially to see any movie I wanted for the month. Huh? And that lasted maybe two weeks. And then it changed to like, oh, but only around peak time, not in, during peak times can you do it. And also you can only do it for like this certain movie on this day. So then it like began to unwind and uh, they eventually failed. But I think they're back. New CEO. And uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, Movie passes is back. So we'll see you there. That. Um, does anyone else have any more news? If not, I have three other little things. Amazing. Yes. Um, first of all, legendary entertainment, uh, planning to move on from Warner brothers to either Sony or Paramount. And mm-hmm. these guys made Dune and uh, Godzilla and Kong. So more L's for Warner brothers this week, uh, truly seem to be losing a lot of creative talent, big wolf. Um, and then my final one is just funny because I love Danny DeVito and, um, he had a quote this week. <laughs> Did you see it Jackson yeah, from the lie detector video? Oh, no, but that was great, too. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to say what that one is first? Yeah, he like did one of those, like I think it's like a variety interview or something where like, they yeah. hook you up to like a lie detector test, and then they like just ask you a bunch of questions. That's where that like Kiki Palmer meme came from a long time yeah, ago. I don't know this man. Yeah, Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so they like showed like a picture of, uh, oh, my God, what's this? The other penguin the, from the Batman, the newest Col- one. Colin Farrell. Yes, Colin Farrell's penguin and then he uh-huh. immediately was just like mine's better like and he's like i like him he's a good guy but like mine's way better and it was just so funny incredible then they showed a pic then they show a picture of bts too and it was yes. like who also, the hell is that <laughs> also this week he was tweeting a bunch of weird cryptic stuff about like it was like really graphic and like vulgar and like me and abby were like sending the tweets back and forth like what the fuck and it turns out he was live tweeting his like animated adult show where he plays the devil oh but yeah. he wasn't mentioning the show at all like he wasn't using a hashtag or anything like that and so he's just saying absurd stuff like yeah i'd fist a dog or like some like insane <laughs> stuff and it's like danny what are you doing 
That's What's incredible going on stuff. Here? So he's been on a tear recently then because yeah. the one I had was that people have been asking him about like the Hercules live action remake. Yeah. Uh, because he voiced uh, Phil in it. Mm-hmm. And he says that Disney better cast him in the Hercules movie. And he's quoted as saying, if they don't put me in that, they don't have a hair on their ass. So, <laughs> he's great. What a king. Doesn't give a shit. I love it. Um, that's all the news I've got, boys and girls. Um, if that's it, we'll take a quick word from our sponsor. And we will uh, move on to Lord of the Rings. And we're back to a segment we like to call Let's Talk. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk. want to talk about and uh we're here to discuss of course lord of the rings um i'm excited uh we've been maybe circling this for a while jackson Mm -hmm. but we had this air surrounding it because i remember one time asking you what do you feel about lord of the rings and you were like "Eh." so do you want to explain where your stance was before today and if it's if it's changed at all but what was your what was your relationship to Lord of the Rings prior to today. Yeah. So when I first started watching Lord of the, well, the first time I watched it was like the last time I watched it, which was in like fourth or fifth grade, I think. And wow. I feel like it was one of those times where one of my friends made me watch it. Cause I had them on DVD and I just never checked them out. And then we watched like two of them in the same day. And then like the third one, the next day. And I was just like, I, I'm not like about this. It's a grind. Yeah. It was definitely a grind. And also, like at the time, I really wasn't into fantasy stuff. And like, let's be real, like it's kind of a hard to follow thing, especially when you're that old. Like whenever you're that young, it's like, That's I true. don't know who all these people are, where these places okay. are. It's just mm-hmm. like a lot. Um, but like, I don't know. It's like in college, I watched a lot of Game of Thrones and got really into that. So I think now I'm way more open to like the fantasy concept and like just kind of following those threads a little bit better. Sure. Um, and I definitely liked it a lot more this time. So amazing. We love to hear that mm-hmm. um, from one side of the spectrum to the other. Aaron, what was your relationship to Lord of the Rings? I have always been a huge fan. I grew up watching it. My dad is a, an enormous nerd for it. Like taught himself to speak Elvish, like absolutely <laughs> for this shit. So it was always on, you know, in the background uh-huh. of, of something. So I've always watched it. I first saw it when I was probably eight. Um Wow. Yeah. You know, it's been around, been around the block for me a, a couple times. I love it. I'm a huge fan. I've always liked the fantasy genre, probably because of this, but huge fan. Amazing. And did you read, did you read the books? I'm assuming you did. I read the first one Okay. when I was young, probably didn't actually grasp a lot of it. I just thought it'd be cool to try and read it. Um, and then I read The Hobbit in high school for a book project that I had to do. Incredible. Are those books long? Are they like I mean, really long? Yeah. And hard it's to the grasp. Way, the way they're written makes them feel super long. Yeah. That's why I struggled with Game of Thrones, truthfully. I started the first book and I never finished it because it Same. was just like a, a lot. That's me with Dune. Couldn't do oh, it. Oh, God. I did finish Dune somehow. So maybe I should read the books. I Well, I only did it because we were in a book <laughs> We club were supposed to. I was told <laughs> I need to read this and I was the only one that did it. So. Yep. Maybe I'll do this. I need to be put in a book club to read Lord of the Rings. I think is the love it is the is the shebang. Me with Lord of the Rings, guys. Um, I don't think it came into my sphere until like middle school. 
when I first saw it, I watched it for the first time in middle school because my aunt like lent me the DVDs because she's a big fan of them. And I think she lent me the books too, but I didn't read them. And uh, <laughs> it became like a car DVD for me. Like it took me like oh. probably like two weeks to finish in one sitting in the car, probably. But like every time I was in the car, I'd put it on on the DVD player and I would sit there, like watch 20 minutes and then go to school or whatever. But uh, that's an interesting I, way to watch it. I it know. takes so long. I think the I mean, the first time I watched it was as as God intended on uh, my chunky TV in my bedroom with the, with the insane static coming off of the screen. Yeah, of course. Like Love when it. you walk into a room and you can feel that the TV was just turned off in the, in the your energy. arm hairs stand up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I never really visited it because it, because I was too cool in middle school. It always felt too nerdy to me. Like there was that aura around it, but uh, I don't think that's the case today. Because fantasy think- is definitely way more popular now than it was. Yeah, I mean, like, and as far as like mainstream acknowledgement, I think I, I think, think way so. more people are into it. I think so. Um, let me just let me skip to that. Actually, just like the boom of like fantasy. And like the critical reception of Lord of the Rings at the time, because I guess I didn't really think about this until recently that like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter both came out, like debuted in the same year on the the big screen. And it was right after 9-11. And I think that actually, (laughs) now hear me out with this theory. Like, Uh I think people wanted to be taken somewhere else during that time. I think that's fair. Okay. I think they wanted to be in a fantasy world that wasn't our world because our world sucked, right? Still does, but people don't know that anymore. Yeah. You yeah. sent me the show notes and I saw the 9 11 bullet and I was like, where the hell is he going to go with this? This yeah. is going to be wild. Same. <laughs> I can't wait. Aaron sent me the same thing and I just like didn't because I sent her just the text of my notes and not the picture. And it didn't do like sub bullet points. So like literally just one of the things said 9-11. So it was like uh, 9-11 question mark. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, no, I, I I truly think that uh that like people like latched onto this because it was like a world that was like more fun to be in than our our ours. Is that a really weird theory to have, or is, is there some soundness to it? I don't know. When the two towers came around, I think they were sadly reminded and it wasn't very fun. So. That's a big oof. I know. Uh, yeah. So there's <laughs> that. Um, but the two towers were evil. Yeah. What do you think about that when they fell? Hmm. I'm not going to ruminate on that, but um, <laughs> you proud it up. No, I didn't. Okay. Prove it. Well, um, apparently Peter Jackson edited it so that when they did fall, it they, he took dust out of out of the the edit so that it looked less like the this twin towers. Guy. See, he gets it. He, he gets didn't it. want it to be reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Big so top. thoughtful. But I mean, I don't think that that did nothing to the to deter the success of Lord of the Rings. Like this this stuff. Like I mean, it won Best Picture. It was nominated for Best Picture every year until it won in two thousand three, and that's pretty wild. When like a fantasy movies don't win best picture fun movies don't win best picture anymore unless you're parasite um so that that's crucial i think so i don't know let's uh let's just get away from 9 11 now shall we <laughs> um so jackson now that you've revisited lord yes. of the rings what do you do you do you like it now or do you wh- where do you stand on it now i definitely like it i think 
maybe the reason Game of Thrones is so much easier for me to consume is because it's episodic and not in these big three-hour chunks. Sure. Um, normally, like a three-hour movie is like daunting, but not like impossible for me. But these were a little bit tougher for me to overcome a little bit, just because it's like not my normal genre. But but yeah, I think that was maybe like the toughest part about it was the runtime. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, does that deter you at all, Aaron, or do you like the like the longness of it all? The long I I like it. I I sit down and I watch the extended versions in one sitting. I I love it. I tr- I try to watch all three of them if I can. Like I'll set aside a day and just kind of wow. like plow through all of them because I enjoy it. I like a nice marathon. I'm a I'm a movie marathon girl at heart. Not that oh, I don't yeah. love shows, of course, but something about just binging a whole series is I love it. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting with this this show because yeah. I'm used to consuming Lord of the Rings like in one sitting, like watching it all as well. And like Game of Thrones has taught me now it's reprogrammed me to be in an episodic mindset. Mm-hmm. And like it's weird because like Lord of the Rings was definitely Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones came along. So now I feel like I'm flipping back. And uh and yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. But uh I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, Jackson, I assume you've not read the books either, right? I've not. No, Amazing. didn't. Weren't they like kind of written during World War One, or is it World War Two and they were written two, two? two. Well, cool. he he wrote the the backstory of Middle Earth, like the whole lore behind it, during World War Two, mm-hmm. and then he sat down and wrote The Hobbit, and it was super successful. And then he took twelve years to write The Fellowship. Holy that's really cow. cool. Yeah. What is, the, what is the Silmarillion? Is that a, that's a thing, right? Silmarillion. It's uh it's like the backstory of everything. Okay. So that's what that like is. Yeah. That's the majority of what he wrote while he was. Interesting. Amazing. Yeah. I, re- I really like that. Like the background of like world war two being kind of like the like anchor point for like the themes of like power and, and how it corrupts and, and just like this, like really long war epic. I think it's pretty, pretty neat. God, I'm a sucker for it. Like I play risk and think I'm in middle earth, you know, I, I love it. So now, can I, can I bring up the hobbits since you've mentioned them? Sure. Um, because Aaron was defending them this week when I was texting her. I'm a fan. I think they're fine. Of the movies, the, hobbits? the movies. Yeah. Okay. Movies. Not the actual hobbits. As oh a no, not the hobbits as a race. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was being really racist towards hobbits earlier this week. Harder okay, hates hobbits. Gotcha. I word. hate hobbits. Yeah. Let the people know. Hairy feet, not my vibe. But <laughs> um, I don't know how you feel, Jackson, about the mm-hmm. Hobbit movies. I think the first one's okay. I, I actually, actually saw the first one. Okay. And that was that because of how you felt about it? Or was that because like you were just not in on Lord of the Rings also? I think, yeah, I think I saw it in theaters. I want to say maybe with quentin who's been on the podcast before I, I saw it with somebody i wouldn't have seen it by myself and it was fine it was kind of in that era where like vfx were getting bad again and like have still kind of stayed bad so like i wasn't like super sold on it mm-hmm. and then and then in, like a lot of my film classes we watched like this the shot from like one of the second or the third movie where like it's like all gopro footage in the river and it like looks like shit that's the first one right that's the first one Aren't no, the river, in, is that the second river one? scene is the second one. They're like in barrels or something. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it yeah. Literally that's is just like some of the worst footage. It's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff, man. I'm like, I, I like the casting. I think the casting is pretty fun. And like the, what is it, the Misty Mountain song is from the mm-hmm. first one, too. That one's cool. Banger. I dig it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, I'm not crazy on them. I'm like okay with all of them except for Battle of the Five Armies. 
because it like doesn't make sense to me. Aaron, we were talking about this. Like, yeah, how, where are the five? Like, who are the five? The numbers armies? are weird in my head, and I feel like they have to be because the two orc armies were split up. I, I guess that's the only brain. logic I can come up with is that they come from two different directions. So they count as two. Se- I don't know. That's the only way that my brain can make sense of it. Yeah. It's just like, for me, it's just like not the same. I guess I was going in with big expectations that it was going to be Lord of the Rings and it just wasn't. And uh, I think that was my problem. I have two. I think I, that's I why that's probably why so many people didn't like them because Lord of the Rings was the incredible work that it is yes but it's the hobbit was written as like a children's book so of course it it has a different tone the story is way less intense the stakes are much lower and they did change some things obviously to make it you know a hollywood production but you know it's a children's story that they made fancy for 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 movies which is awesome but it's not ever going to be the same level as lord of the rings because how could it be it's just one book also, right? Yeah. And they split it into... Are the, are the movies as long as the... Are they three hours or just like two? No. Uh, they're, they're definitely shorter. shorter. Okay. They definitely stretched the last it. One's a, a hike. The last one is tough because it like all takes place in like basically a, like two days or something. Like doesn't it like... It takes off like right after Smaug mm-hmm. and then they fight and then it's over. And uh, it's mm-hmm. something. I do like Benedict Cumberbatch though. I will say He's that. a good voice actor. He is a good smog. I was watching clips of him just like crawling around in his mocap suit. It was fun. Um, should we dive into like specifics of the movies? Because I'm excited to like yeah. talk about our favorites of things. And I'm excited to hear Jackson. Apparently he's ranked the fellowship members and I'm excited oh, to hear that. that when we get to it. But can we start with just favorite movie? And uh, I want to start with Aaron Daly. What is your favorite movie? Of the three. I am a Two Towers fan. I there love it. Is. I I think it's it's probably my favorite. I love all of them in their own way. They make me feel different things, of course. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think a lot of times in a trilogy, the second movie can kind of get a little muddled as just, you know, the stomping ground from first from beginning to end. But I think the Two Towers does a really great job of having its own character introduction, its own plot. And it it it's it's just I love it. I love it. It is pretty strong when it can like introduce new characters and they're like just as strong and compelling as the originals. And I think Two Towers does do a good job of that. Um, It also has Battle of Helm's Deep, which is one of the best fight scenes. Oh, God, that's coming up later. Yep. Groundbreaking. Show stopping. Great stuff. And it's like an hour or something. Like, is it something absurd? Like, it's the (laughs) final, like something crazy. Basically the final hour of the movie. It's insane. Um, Jackson, do you agree or do you have a different favorite? Uh yeah, so Two Towers is actually my third favorite out of oh. I like it. I do like it. I just I think Fellowship is my favorite. I really like I'm not usually big on like the oh, this is just the introduction. We're just getting to know all these characters. Mm-hmm. I really love the emotional and intimate moments between like the fellowship. I think like seeing them together as a group is like when they're the strongest and it kind of sucks when they get split up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and like yeah, I feel like Sam and, and Frodo are just really locked in as like being the dynamic duo before like the ring starts corrupting Frodo a little bit. And it's Hell just like yes. oh, the most wholesome bromance ever. And I love it. And I'm here for it. That's true. Have you yeah. watched the, uh, the version of fellowship where every, <laughs> I know exactly step... <laughs> what you're talking about. Yes. Cause I think Quinn sent it to us a long time ago where like every um, single step he takes outside, like, like Sam, after that scene, yeah. 
Yeah, he says, like, this is the furthest I've been from home. And then he takes another step and it comes to that same scene and he says it again and again. It's, it's like, like nine hours. Yeah, it's, it's so long. Ridiculous. It's incredible. Um, sometimes I put that on when I go to bed. Just it's so funny. To. It's a it's a good time. Um, so this is pretty wild, which maybe tells you the the strength of this trilogy. My favorite's Return of the King. Um, look at us. Look at us, guys. Um, didn't even plan this. I think Return of the King is just impressive because of it keeps like the epic scale and epic conclusion. It's an epic conclusion, of course. Um, the ability to like continue to world build in the third movie and like yeah, it doesn't feel hedged in at all. They build out like these like Minas Tirith is dope. Like we finally get into Mount Doom and all of that jazz, and uh, we see lands we've seen previously, but they make them interesting. And I think just like it was an emotional journey for me when I like I'm saying goodbye to all these characters. I thought that was uh, really nice and it tugs at the heartstrings and I get all the bullshit that people say that like, how many endings does this movie have? I get it. There's a lot of movie endings, but like that no one wanted this to end. I didn't want it to end. That's why I love the extended version too. Anything longer to stay in the world. I'm like all about, Um, but it feels like the game of Thrones conclusion we never got, which is maybe why I like it so much also in retrospect. Cause I'm like, that's how you end a fantasy story right there. Yeah. And, um, I love it. Everything's well paced. You get a sense of time in the world, which game of Thrones jumped the shark on that. Um, so yeah, I just like, I like the pacing of it all, but that's nice guys. We did a good job there. Look at us. Mm -hmm. Um, let me just let me skip to your rankings, Jackson, and let's talk about favorite character in the fellowship because maybe it's also your favorite performance, someone in there. So I don't know. So should we let's go to your ranking and let's hear what you have to say. And then okay. Aaron and I will reveal who our favorites are. Okay. Should I start from the bottom and go to the top? Yes, you may start okay. at the bottom. Abby Lee Miller pyramid style. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at the bottom of the pyramid, uh, we have Gimli. I am Whoa. really not into it. I think his his Dude. comedic tension breaking just doesn't really do it for me. Wow. Um, you know, like he does get some good moments. I honestly I might put him a second to last because he does have that good moment in the third one where he's like, Oh, like it's like one of these no like the, the odds are terrible and we'll probably die. Okay, like let's go do it or whatever. Like I think that's like pretty good, but like otherwise he just kind of complains the whole time and posh me really about it. The toss me stuff is cool, but I don't know. I think he's the weakest of like the trio of guys that we get within it. And yeah, he's just not my favorite. He's, Aaron, he's very comedic and very complaining. Aaron, do you want to, do you want to voice your take on uh, Legolas and Gimli here? I think that they are in love. <laughs> I really do. I think they are lovers. Ooh, interesting. I Down like that. Line. I like that theory. I mean, I like theory. They, you see a friendship build, of course. And we'll never know, but I don't know, just, and, and they tell you in the Return of the King appendix in the books that like after Aragorn dies, you know, hundreds of years later, whatever, that um, Legolas builds a ship to sail to Valinor and he brings Gimli with him. I'm just saying cool. that that is some lover shit if I've ever heard it. Honestly, I, I ship like everyone in this. So like, I right. get it. Hell yeah. I get it. Um, Next at the bottom of the list is Mary. He's fine. He's in the movie. He's in that lost show. He's a good actor. He's fine. <laughs> Doesn't really do a whole lot. Hangs out with Treebeard, which is pretty cool. Um, Treebeard's dope. Next Treebeard's dope. is Boromir. 
who I really like. I think Boromir is a Rip. legend. Rest in peace. Rip, mm-hmm. Sean Bean, who is just really fun. And like, I don't know, his character echoes throughout the, the trilogy as you meet like his father and his brother. And it's like, that's a really like tragic family dynamic also, which is pretty I, interesting. I like that. And he's in the extended version too, right? In Return of the King. They like show like previous mm-hmm. footage with him. Oh, really? And, like Faramir and... Denethor cool. all interacting which is cool so yeah that's neat yeah I really like his character a lot I think it's pretty interesting and like the scene where like he feels like he betrayed Frodo and he's like calling out to him as he's running away is like really sad and like it's sad cool. mm-hmm. um next is Pippin I Love can't believe guy. he's not lower I'm really shocked. oh he's great he's a little MVP I'm loving him he gets Gandalf killed first of all no Come on, he knocks uh, the bucket Gandalf down. Gandalf does below. not get killed. I don't even well, know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, he fights the Balrog. For well, he a does, long time. but he comes back. Oh, he puts back. him in the coolest scene in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, oh so bad. Uh, also, the way that Gandalf called him a took, I thought was like a slur the entire time. <laughs> I did not realize that that was just his last name. I love it. Paragon Took. Um, I think he's fun. I think he's really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's he has a cool drive in the third movie, which I do not think Mary has. And so, like, if you're gonna like rank them above, oh, I'm getting some different reactions from the peanut gallery, but I think (laughs) I think Pippin is cool. He sings and he's really good, and his like little bar shanties are fun. And won an Oscar, not him, but that song did. It's great, it's really good. I don't know, I'm I'm a big fan of him. And Pippin is just a cooler name than Mary. Good. Mary a doc hello doc well yeah but it's whatever anyways (laughs) next on my list i have legolas i think he's great i think like the the tier is like much different now like there's like a big gap upper echelon yeah we're in the upper echelon for sure Mm -hmm. he's great takes down that elephant guy all cool i like when he like counts kills with gimli i'll give him that like the gimli and like a lot of stuff is good but whenever it's just gimli he's them them apart is not great but he can't take down that one motherfucker with the torch at helm's deep true that that part's so so true oh that's such a good scene that is tough um yeah he's cool he's not too he in my mind like because so many people love him and like I, I feel like he's like one of the most talked about characters in like the whole franchise i really thought he was going to do more than what he did but like he's just like the fandom runs with him. They love him. So I get it. He's cool. Fair. Let me go ahead and say right here, just as we go, Legolas is my favorite member of the fellowship. Same. Really? Me Let's too. go. Wow. High five. Huge. Yes. I love Legolas. And I don't know if it's a love of Orlando Bloom more than Legolas, but he's um, cool. It is cool. And it's cool because like this is before like pirates happens mm-hmm. even. So like it's like just this random guy that no one knows. I think he's just so cool. And I would like run around the house, like pretending to like shoot bows and arrows off of like an Oliphant and like just running around. So a I think Timothy he's Oliphant, a Timothy Oliphant. Yes. Love that. Um, yeah. Do you like that? He named elephants Oliphants. Yeah. That's God, pretty good. Tolkien's genius. Wow. They looked cool. They it are cool. They were evil, but yeah, but it's cool. when he like slides off the trunk of that. Oh yeah. It's yeah. good stuff. But yeah, I think he's a badass. And again, further, I love his little back and forth with Gimli. Uh, I like that. He's just like, he's definitely just the baddest of the asses in the group. I think he's, if you don't have him, I don't think uh, the fellowship succeeds. So I think he's a linchpin. I think that's most people to be fair. I think if one person is gone, then like, yeah, right? I like mean, everyone does. I don't besides know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't maybe. Know. yeah I because like everyone has a moment, which is nice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Do 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 you like Legolas for any other reasons, Aaron, or did I spoil them? I love watching him fight. I think it's it's just inter- he's entertaining and he's nice to watch. And I don't know if it's just because it's Orlando Bloom, like you said, and maybe <laughs> it's nice to watch. At <laughs> such a young age that he just imprinted on me. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I love him. I love and I love his beautiful flowing locks and how he get you know him and Aragorn they go into a fight and. Aragorn comes out just absolutely disgusting, muddy, dripping with sweat, and Legolas is just perfect still. I, I think it's hilarious. I think he adds a lot, and it's kind of a bummer because in the books he has a lot more character, so we don't get to hear as much in the movies, like his lines. But I think his presence is still very important to to the fellowship. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why you like the Hobbit movies now. Now I get it because he's in those. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, okay, Jackson, you may continue Love it. Your, your rankings. Yeah, my number four, Frodo. I think he's cool. I just don't think he's top three worthy. He's great. You know, he's the main character. You, you got to have him. He does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, not, man. For a me. bit crucial. Yeah, yeah a little, really a good. Yeah. Number three, Gandalf. Ooh, Ian McKellen. So fun to watch. Nominated for an Oscar for the first He's so one. fun. Yeah. Ugh. He's great. Also, he just has some of the best scenes. Some of the best quotes. Mm-hmm. Iconic. He might be in that Warner Brothers fighting game soon. Really? Cool. Yeah, the multiverses. He might show up in that, which would be kind of cool. Could have been Sean Connery. I'm glad it wasn't. That would have yeah. been really not fun. They asked him first, and Sean was like, oh, slap a woman or something. You know, <sighs> E. McKellen is so great. I will be so sad when he dies. Um, yeah, iconic. it'll be tough. So iconic. Okay, number win. two. Almost number one. Aragorn is so good. Yep. I love him. I didn't think I would. Vigo, baby. Like, yeah. Also, I didn't realize it was him at first. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Um, he's just really cool. He's a ranger. I love his like relationship with um Arwen is very cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that right, but she's it. great. Um, yeah, it's confusing because there's Arwen and there's Aowen, and there's you know, there's a lot of names going on in there. Yes, that end with there's win. so many. Yep. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know. I just love his like battlefield leadership and like him like appealing to like the kings and being like, you have to do this, you have to do this. And then I think he has the best quote in the whole thing, which we'll get to later. But I, I really like him. He's foreshadow. And then finally, the best, the best character in the whole thing, one of the most iconic characters in cinema is Samwise. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, that's a bestie. You need a Sam in your corner. If Everyone you needs a Sam. Like he is everyone so deserves good. a Sam. True. Oh, Not everyone so gets great. a Sam, but we all deserve a Sam. He's incredible. Like he's he comes, the hero. He, comes he, back. he is the hero. He is the only one who I'm consistently like, you're right, dude. Like we need to be <laughs> following his lead. Mm-hmm. He's correct. He's great. Car- carries the bread, all the good <sighs> stuff. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Very I agree. Good. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, even though Legolas yeah. is my favorite, I love it. I love Sam. He's incredible. Um, okay, is this going to leak into favorite performance right now we're gonna find out um aaron who is your favorite performance it has for me it has to be vigo mortensen as aragorn there we I go. Think it's, it's the perfect it's the best casting for me it's up there with like robert downey jr as tony stark like it's perfect it's perfect really casting i think like he it's just he is aragorn he's he it's had true. The whole aesthetic. He was so dedicated to the role. Read the book as soon as he got casted. Like, incredible. Broke, broke his foot or something, right? Yeah. Broke his toe. Chipped a tooth. All that jazz. Yeah, he's great. Like, whenever you see Vigo Mortensen in something, you're like, oh, it's Aragorn. Right. It's great stuff. 
And it's I don't the same have a way Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter. It's the same yeah. shit. Or Weird Al Yankovic. Either one. Oh, we sure. didn't even talk about that. Oh, so wild. Sorry. We'll we'll suggest it at the end. I don't know when it's coming out, but I forget. But we'll we'll on we'll hype it up when it comes on Roku TV, baby. Love it. Um, amazing, Jackson. Favorite performance? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, Viggo Mortensen is amazing. I'm going to shout out Andy Serkis for Smeagol Gollum. This Just is mine. Truly as well. paving there the way of motion capture acting. Uh, great performance. Really fun. Totally forgot that he shows up like as Andy Serkis whenever like the flashback stuff happens, which is pretty fun too. Oh yeah, Smeagol. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's and his, his brother, Deagle. Deagle. I laughed so hard. I was live <laughs> texting Quentin because like he's like a big fan of, of these movies. And I was like, uh-huh. that is so stupid. Incredible stuff. But, yeah, it's been very funny. You know, when you reach a point and you've written so much, you're just like, oh, let me just throw a D right here and, and just call it a day. They did it. it with the Boromir stuff, too. It's like Faramir, I think, is the brother's name or something like that. And the dad is something else, too. That's pretty similar. Denethor, Denethor. son of like Thalion. Yeah. Mm. So uh, yeah, they do have some fun name and conventions going on. Yeah. Uh, mine is Andy Circus too. Like this is the first. I think this is the first motion capture performance we see from him in his career. And then he works with Peter Jackson. He does King Kong, and he does the Apes movies, obviously. But just like the voice, like I would mm-hmm. like. Oh, it's just great stuff. And he's just like I love watching his performance, like behind the scenes stuff. It's so good. Is this his best role? think so he's great in black panther no um he's not bad in black panther. he's not bad he's a good alfred i think this is his best role yeah i think it's either this or caesar but i don't know it's both good i mean i just like that he gets to play a villain and sometimes a good guy in this like sometimes it, it seeps through i just love yeah. when he's like he's... talking with himself the way the camera like yeah just goes the back reflections and, and stuff oh like and like when he throws the rock when he talks about murdering him and then sam shows up and like oh so mm. good it's good stuff and it looks good that's another thing like it this stuff look still really looks good. really yeah. good it's yeah. in that perfect era of like where you can forgive some of the badness for like just because it's like early 2000s but like mm-hmm. it's like where vfx still has super high quality and like it hasn't sold out to where there's all these vfx houses that just like are overworked and underpaid and just like everything kind of looks bad like this yeah. is like peak vfx work i think Agreed. Oh, it's so great and like, by the way, I read something today that like 20 VFX houses and like over 1500 VFX artists worked on this new show coming out. Jesus. So that's pretty wild. It, it does look good, to be fair. I watched the trailer right before we recorded because also I saw the uh, like they have like this opening thing where like you see all the characters flash before and it like looks really cheesy and weird and i was like oh, oh no this is not good but then the trailer looks amazing yeah course. and that was only like for like a variety or something or a oh was it okay people were like is this the intro to the show like no that was just like a thing they put together i think gotcha so i think we're chilling cool um amazing favorite character outside of the fellowship um this one's a tough this one was tough for me so I had to think about it. Let me start with you, Jackson. What? Are, who's your favorite character outside? Uh, I really liked Arwen. I don't yeah. know if I'm saying that right, but she was just amazing. That's Giving right. up her like love Tyler immortality or whatever for for her love. Ooh, Ooh. that's so good. She's fun. She's really fun. It is cool, and it's hard too when you have like you get the female protagonist in there, like the love interest. Like sometimes the movie stops dead in its tracks. Yeah, I don't think it does. I think it progresses pretty well. I wish she would have like gone on the journey with him a little bit. I, I really liked her presence. Elrond would not have had that. Addition. She'd be like, nah, fam. 
Yeah. There needs to, I don't know, there needs to be a little bit more diversity in this fellowship, if you ask me, but it's... You're not wrong. There. I mean, they got a dwarf and an elf and some hobbits. What more do you want, Jackson? <laughs> Come on. You want an orc in there? <laughs> cool. That'd be kind of um, cool. Sure, why not? It would be cool. Um, I forgot what I was going to... Oh, Liv Tyler. Um, you know, she's Steven Tyler's daughter. Did you know that? I did not know that, actually. That's there you, pretty weird. There you go. Love a little, that. little fun fact for you. Uh, Aaron, favorite character outside of the fellowship? I agree. This was also really hard because I love all of them. There's but getting down to the nitty gritty, I have to go with Aon. I just think she's a badass. I am no man. She has, yeah, one of the best scenes, in my opinion. Mm. I love that. Also, you know, she's a lady of the people. I, I too fell in love with Aragorn just moments after meeting him. Like I'm with him. <laughs> I agree. But you know, she, she loves her people. She's a fighter, you know, down yep. with the patriarchy. She's fighting. She's swinging. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think she's a badass. Stabs that dude in the face. She's awesome. She's start great. to finish. I love, I love every scene she's in. I really do. Shout out Miranda Otto. I think is her name. Don't mm-hmm. know what else she's in truthfully. Um, but good for her. Um, this was tough. I, 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 there was a lot of honorable mentions. Treebeard was an honorable mention for me. Yeah. I love that guy. Also j- played by John Reese Davies. Yeah, which was fun. King. Um, Elrond was also close, but at the end of the day, I went with Galadriel. I love Kate Blanchett like more than life itself. A lady Galadriel so, stand. When she like blows up at Frodo, and, like <laughs> her face turns like all dark. It's frightening and i'm just like wow i'm still attracted to you so <laughs> um that really does it for me and kate blanchett is just like we stand kate blanchett on this podcast i love her she's done no wrong as far as i'm concerned um and she's really cool so is she gonna pop up in this show is she too is she not I old doubt enough it. Well, isn't the I show think... not connected to the movies it's like the a show... book prequel the show takes place in the second age, whereas the, the movies are in the third. So it's young Galadriel. This gotcha. is, I think, our main character. So I oh, hi. Don't, well, see how, don't see how Kate Blanchett could be in any of it. Okay, But do well, they like legally have the rights to like use footage from the movies or anything like that for their show? Like if they wanted to? No. I don't know. Was I Peter think, Jackson involved at all? I don't actually no, know. I heard that uh, that they couldn't connect anything to the movies. It had to be a yeah. separate thing. They got they Finally. got the rights to the story um, from the, the, the Tolkien estate or whatever. Gotcha. But they can't use any of the same producers or anything like that from the movies. That's fine. Honestly, love that. Give me some new stuff in the world. That's yeah. fine with me. Take a take a note, Star Wars. Um, yeah, that's better too because then you don't like muddy up the already great yeah. IP. I mean, you already yeah. have the Hobbits muddying it up, but that's okay. Hey now. Fighting, fighting words for Aaron there. <laughs> um, okay, favorite evil character because there's a few. So I was like, why not let Jackson say that Grima Wormtongue's his guy? So is it Jackson? No, I like Saruman. Oh. I think he's cool. Christopher Lee, Saruman's badass. mine too. So he's he poisoned cool. that king. Oh, wow. oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Whenever like, ooh, and he's like, your power doesn't work here, and then he's getting off the whites like nah dude i got i got mad powers now you don't understand like and then he gets like blasted out of him and then you see him like fly in his tower Ooh, so that cool. is a cool shot it's a cool scene yeah. it's really neat yeah saruman's my guy too i think he's dope um and christopher lee coming back for the hobbit at like 90 hundred thousand years old <laughs> like really love cool. that so yeah aaron i this one was hard for me because 
it feels like Saruman's the main bad guy because we don't really have a, like a relationship with Sauron, even though he's this like a looming figure. True. But I just don't love him as much as I love Smeagol. If you can call him evil, he's, I think it's we tricky. can all agree he's a bad guy. He does bad things. Gollum's a bad guy. Smeagol's like a good guy. Evil. Yeah. You know, it's, I like good that. Good intentions, kind of. I like that when I watch it, I almost feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch it as a kid, I just thought he was creepy just because I was like, man, he looks weird. Yeah. But when I watch it now, I understand why so much of Frodo's like mental stability hinges on the idea that he can be saved. I, I'm like, I get it. I get it. I really do. Yeah. He is sympathetic. Especially yeah. the, the scene in Two Towers when he's like splashing around the water and he almost looks like a child and you're like, wow. He's like killing he's the fish on the rock. <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, just vibing. He's just being his Smeagol self. And then it makes it makes me sad when they when they snatch him and he's like so frightened. Makes yeah. me sad. I have a question. Is Smeagol a hobbit? He was. Yeah, he was. Okay, because in the first movie, right? Whenever mm-hmm. Frodo takes the ring, it's like, whoa, a hobbit's never wielded this before. I think. I think they say something like that. I'm like, wait, I thought Smeagol was a hobbit. But I don't yeah, know. it's it's some terrible line like that that Galadriel delivers that's like, and and the ring end up and ended up in one of the most unexpected places as yeah. it hasn't been a with a hobbit. That's that's why I was years. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of a terrible line. Whoops. Okay, cool. Thank you for clarifying. Because I was very confused by that. Yeah. Nice. Good nitpick, Jackson. I love it. You, you found it. I love it. Um, okay. I'm going to be um, lenient here because favorite scene is hard for a trilogy. So if you have a favorite scene from a specific movie, I'll also allow that. Um, so D- Jackson, do you have just a favorite scene outright or do you have one from each movie or. Ooh, I have a, yeah, I have a couple. I have, I have my favorite from, ooh, from the fellowship is definitely like when Sam is like trying to chase Frodo down on the boat and he's like boat. drowning to get to him. Oh, like that. Ooh, that's loyalty. Love that's that. Cute. You're gonna have a lot um, of Sam scenes, aren't you? I love Sam scenes. <laughs> I think he's so good. And then of course him talking about like the next step being like the furthest away from home, I think is really cool. It's a good one. Cause like you kind of see like where he's at mentally and Oh, it's sad. It's hard to leave home. It's, it's tough. It's not super easy. True. Um, from the two towers is Gandalf fighting the Balrog is just like the dopest. Oh, like the ever. very start. Oh, it's awesome. Nice. It, it's a bummer that that's like my favorite scene from like that movie because like it's literally like as soon as you start it, you're like, okay, let's do this. This is epic, and it is so so cool. Um, and then uh, whenever Sam carries Frodo to Mount Doom is also just amazing. Love yeah, that. That's good stuff. Amazing, Aaron. I think for me, Fellowship, my favorite scene, it's more just a frame. And whenever they're they're sailing down the river and they're kind of getting to the edge of Gondor and they sail between the two statues, I think they're called that is really cool. Argonath yeah. or something like that at the edge of Gondor's lands. Those are dope. That is such a beautiful shot for me. I love it. And then when the bolt with the boat goes by the foot and it kind of zooms in and you see just how massive scale. Yep. So cool. I think that's a beautiful shot. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, two towers I have to go with the Ents just beating the shit out of Isengard I think that is epic it's a wonderful wonderful scene release the river I think Tolkien would have been so pleased with that scene I really do <laughs> it really it's just cool. epic it's fucking awesome um, Return of the King I really I really like whenever Aragorn, Gimli and Legolas are like intercepting the 
the foreign army coming in on boats and it's just the three of them and they say like you know you can't can't come here whatever and the bad guys go you and what army and then Aragorn goes this army and the ghosts like run through him wow. and it's so dramatic <laughs> and it's just hilarious to me because in my brain is like did they plan that no, there you know what's he like yeah, okay, okay we're gonna i'll say out. this and it'll be sick <laughs> you guys like, hide <laughs> just trust me it'll be awesome you're like dude we're ghosts we get it great it's stuff um fellowship i've kind of cheated on these because fellowship mine is just the all the minds of moria like the whole sequence like from the moment they're like what's the elvish word for friend and then they go in <laughs> and then gandalf is like he gives the speech to frodo that is going to come up later in favorite quote um but all of that when fool of a toque when he hits the bucket down the thing we have a cave troll they fight the troll uh, they run across that skinny skinny bridge and uh and then gandalf gandalf fly fools and all that is just wow what an emotional journey i love that um two towers it's gonna be helms deep it's just basically gonna be the last hour of the movie um <laughs> god it's cheating. It is cheating. I'm sorry. Is uh, if cheap. I have to pick a specific, it's when Gandalf shows up with the riders of, of Rohan. That is um, cool. On that super steep hill. Yep. And they're just like, and the then the sun don't add up out. at all. How many horses were in this movie? Like, like this franchise used so many. Got to be a record. Um, a lot. Insane. That's incredible. When the sun comes out and the orcs didn't bring their sunglasses so they can't see <laughs> and they just barrel through them. It's great stuff. Um, and then Jackson, we share the same scene, and I think in Fellowship or in Return of the King, when Sam picks him up, carries it's him up so the volcano. Okay, I have can't. a question. Yeah, could you just put the ring on like a rat and then carry the rat and not feel any of the effects of the on ring? A rat? Yeah, like just put it on his tail, make sure it doesn't fall off, and then uh, like maybe the, up there. the rat would try to murder you, probably. Like probably, but if you like put it in a little cage, would you be good? They should have thought of that. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Uh, yeah, they didn't think of that. I don't know. Maybe a hmm. person had to carry it up. I don't know. That's in the sacred texts or something. I don't know either. I mean, Sam was built different. He literally wasn't too distracted by the power. Like just to, like I don't know, because the scene where like he like it shows him being like, oh, I can carry it for you. I, I think is just genuine. Like he cares about his friend and wants to make sure he's okay. Yeah. But like Gollum is selling it as like, oh, see, like he's power hungry, kind of. So I, I don't know. Master going, manipulator. But. Yeah. Cruel. Another reason I kind of love Gollum, he's almost impressive. You know, he gets Sam booted off that quest in like two days. <laughs> so fast. It's kind of impressive. It's pretty wild. I mean, we were talking about this about Game of Thrones. Like you are vibing with Damon right now, who is the sneakiest little snake on the show right now. Well, we I both love loved Littlefinger in the original show. <gasps> I do love like he was one of my favorite characters. So he's I love great. the conniving guys that do anything it takes to stay alive. Sue me. I love the, love a slithery snake. I really slithery do. Snake. Um, this is a specific category scene that makes you cry. I have so many. <laughs> um, I'll start with Aaron. Do you have one that scene that makes you cry? I've seen these movies so many times. None of them do anymore. No. You know? It's it's one of those things where it's almost like, okay, you know, I every now and then, depending on the mood, watching yeah. Boromir die might might jerk a tear. Maybe okay. one, just okay. because it's it's sweet. What he says to Aragorn there at the very end, and every now and then at the very very end of the series, when Aragorn, you know, walks up to the hobbits and they start to bow, and then he says, "My friends, you bow to no one." Come on, it's just beautiful. It Come really on. is. It's just beautiful. I know it is. It. It's beautiful. Those yeah. are maybe the only two things that get me. 
man, I've got I've got some. But Jackson, you go ahead. Yeah, the the Aragorn, my friends, you bow to no one is definitely one for me. And then everyone bowing to them, and they're just kind of looking around. Oh, it's so good. So that's cute. such a good visual. Goosebumps. Um, that's one of my favorite quotes too. And then obviously, uh, the final goodbye to Frodo, where he's like, "Actually, I'm gonna go on this boat too." That's rough. And it's just like the moment of like, because again, I is this like them going to the afterlife? Is this kind of what that is? Like they're like moving the undying lands. Okay. The undying lands. So like. Yeah, it's like the final hug of like one of your best friends after you've been through so much. It just seems like so it, it's a lot. It's very sad. It's tough. Love it. It's very tough. Um, for me, all the things you said. Um, when Aragorn turns around in, at the final battle and goes for Frodo, that one gets yes. me. Oh, that's so um, good. That's good. That's and then good. he runs, and then Merry and Pippin run, and then everyone else starts running. It's good stuff. And then they get passed up because they're, they're tiny, slow because they're tiny. <laughs> Um, you bow for no one. And then also a little bit when Gandalf, when Gandalf dies, even though I know he's coming back, like the music is just really good there. Uh, when they're like Aragorn. all like sitting there mourning and then Aragorn's like, let's go guys. And Boromir's like, come on, man. Yeah. And Boromir wants to let them mourn for a second is like really sweet. And then oh. Aragorn's like by nightfall, these hills will be crawling with orcs. Crawling with orcs. And you're like, oh, okay. He's not wrong. He's not. All the hobbits are so That's sad. Bad. It is very sad. Um, I really like seeing Legolas's face in that scene because he's very he, the, like the look on his face is like he's you know as an elf he's probably never experienced death like that before. It's kind of shock. Oh, true, yeah. So he's kind of like holy shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I I like that. I think it's a nice nice touch. Pretty wild. I love it. Um, favorite quote. There's so many. Um, Aaron, I'll start with you. I have a couple. Yeah, please. I love whenever they're um, the three of them are under under the mountain trying to get the little ghost army to come to come help, mm-hmm. and and the ghost king says, "The dead do not suffer the living to pass." And Aragorn, in all his dramatic glory, lifts his sword and goes, "You will suffer me." I just think that is <laughs> that is such a badass reply. Power love move. It. It's it. such a power move, and it's and you know what they do. So right on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Jackson doesn't love Gimli's humor moments but i think it's hilarious i laugh at this line every single time in two towers when they're running after the urukai to to save pippin and mary and he goes i'm wasted on cross country we dwarves are natural sprinters i think that is hilarious <laughs> I, like that part. I laugh every single time funny. every single time he's, he's hilarious i'd love Gimli. I, I feel like i have to defend the reason why i'm not big on it is because <laughs> like I feel like movies now are so oversaturated with like humor cutting through the drama. Like this yeah. is clearly one of the, like the first mm. ones to do it where it's like probably pretty refreshing and stuff. I don't know. Like, it's just like watching it now after I've been like bogged down with all the Didn't awful ways you. people do it. I'm just like, yeah. Uh. yeah. But like, honestly, as when far falls- as compared to like the modern ones, it is like way, way better. Yeah. When he Absolutely. falls off the horse and he's like, it was deliberate. <laughs> it was deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Um, you have any more quotes, Aaron? I really like a sincere quote that that makes makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. Is um, whenever Faramir in in Two Towers, when Faramir's got he's got Sam and Frodo, and they're chatting, and he says something like, "The Shire must be a wonderful realm indeed, where gardeners are held in such high regard." Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's that's, that's perfect. I love that they included that because that is just so the point of the story. Very wholesome. Like I think that's exactly the lesson that Tolkien was trying to get across. So I I, I love that line. Makes Beautiful. me happy. Incredible. J- 
Jackson? I have a couple. Again, my friend you're about to know on is so good. Hmm. But also, come on, Mr. Frodo. I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. Come on. So good. So great. And then, of course, the Gandalf quote. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Nor is he early. He he arrives precisely when he means to. Iconic. It could stuff. Amazing. Um, I also have a few. Uh, you shall not pass. I say that all the time. Like when I'm driving and like someone wants to pass me <laughs> on the highway, I, I just yell that. Um, potatoes. <laughs> I say that all the time. All the time. Um, he's like, what's taters, precious? What's taters, precious? Great stuff. Potatoes. Um, one does not simply walk into Mordor. Meme. Classic. Meme of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Um, it comes in pints. I'm getting one. Is one of my favorites also. Oh yeah, because they're like so small, they they never get drinks in pints, yeah. right? And I like to say that in bars too. Um, and then mine is like when they're outside the mines of Moria, and he's like, "I wish Frodo's like, I wish the ring had never have come to me." And Gandalf's like, "So do all who live to see such times, but that's not for them to decide. All we so have good. to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us." Put that on my tombstone, please. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, it's great. Um. Guys, the future of Lord of the Rings. Do we feel good about it? Are we excited about the show? Are we a little nervy? Or are we in in good hands, Aaron? What do you think? I have a lot of faith in the new show. I really Mm. do. I think to do Tolkien's work and and the universe of of Middle Earth, any sort of justice requires a large budget. And knowing how much they put into it, like it's already what the, the most expensive season of television ever made. Yep. I it's like $750 million. Yeah, something, something absurd. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it gives me faith that they might have might have done what needed to be done mm-hmm. to, to make it great. I think so. so. I, I'm pretty excited about it. Me too. Jackson? Any yeah, I'm there? definitely looking forward to it. I'm curious again where that budget will go. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really think it, it'll be really sweet. Um I'm nervous just for the fact that it'll get like hate bombs because I know a lot of internet people were really pissed that there were black and brown people in a show about Middle oh, Earth. the nerve. I know Ooh. how awful. Um, yeah. So I hope it's good just to like spite those people, to be honest with you. But also it's like Jeff Bezos owned. So like, I wouldn't be like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's complicated. It sucks that like, yeah. Does he really have a say in it though? Like he's not know. in like the, he's probably like, well, I thought I read something about like his son said like dad don't mess this up or something <laughs> okay when, he, when yeah. they acquired it so i think he said in an interview that he himself is a huge fan of lord of the rings and like and the whole middle earth so i i, I think he would he you know was going to make sure that it was a hit incredible i just hope i just hope there is at least like some practical elements to it I don't want it to be a big CGI fest. I mean, I know there's going to be, I get that because it's fantasy, but I do hope there's some real sets and like, like Ian McKellen almost quit the Hobbit movies because he like was pissed with all the green screens and stuff. Really? I hope that's not the case with the show. I'd like to see some real sets. I'm a practical man. Um, I heard that there will be because they, they filmed in New Zealand where some of those sets were just kind of left permanently. So you know, awesome. fingers crossed. And they 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 use the same what a workshop that did all the prosthetic makeup and costumes nice. and hair and whatever and, and weapons for all six films. So it'll be consistent at the very least, you know, Tremendous. That, that everything will 
you know, all the all the details that they attributed to each race and in their costumes and their weapons and whatnot will be consistent at the very least, I think. Big time. I love it. Um, anything we didn't mention or missed that you feel deserves to be mentioned? I have a couple. Hit me with it. Why do the underwater shots look so goofy? Um, I don't know. You, you mean know like what I mean? When like uh, well, first when is Sam drowning one of them? Or yeah, like all the like anytime stuff. it's like like it's like yeah the Smeagol stuff too. Like it'll just be like anytime like a character is underwater for a long period of time and they're filming from the perspective of underwater. Mm-hmm. It just always looks goofy. I just thought that was funny. Maybe we hadn't mm-hmm. figured out water yet. Maybe we needed Jimmy Cameron to come along. Maybe with, uh, to figure out what how to how to make CGI water. Yes, exactly. Uh, um, um, I'm with you there. Another thing that a lot of people I've heard complain about is like, why don't they just fly the Eagles there? I think that's I did. Dumb. I did write no that. Story. I wrote that down, but there is a reason. I, Aaron can tell us she's ready. I have theories. Well, <laughs> because it, it's that's not the point. If you know Sar- Saruman's watching what's taking place, he's watching Gandalf's plan. And if it was made obvious that they were just going to fly in on the Eagles everything would go to shit because you know the they would what's it called the 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 witch kings yeah. all the, the the ring race would yeah it would be a big fight in there and it might not work but keeping keeping the quest a secret is kind of the whole point of it that they don't know the rings with frodo specifically and i think that's kind of the whole point just a nice escape plan yeah love it there's plan. also there are some theories that that was Gandalf's plan the whole time. My brain keeps almost calling him Dumbledore. Do you, does that ever happen to you guys? They're, <laughs> they're like, very similar. They're the same in character in different fonts. Like <laughs> they're the same shit. They but are. there there are theories that that was his plan the whole time that he was taking them a roundabout way to meet up with the Eagles to then fly in from a kind of a different angle, mm. um, and that whenever he you know fake dies in fellowship whenever he says fly you fools that he's kind of trying to hint oh, that's the plan and they don't and he's like and they don't what the hell like, they are distressed <laughs> and then he comes back he's like i'm ready to fly he's and like, like i oh, told you we uh we don't know where everyone is sorry. they're like we lost the playbook sorry like, oh no like remember boromir yeah sorry not sorry about happen. it um he was the key and then he died oops <laughs> tough i had that written down too jackson the eagles because everyone always brings up the eagles yeah so um also the the ring wraiths or whatever they are, the like the evil guys who are like going for the ring, the, the like, nine. Yeah. Yeah, they were like the kings or whatever that were like corrupted by the mm-hmm. the fake trick rings that were given out, the little joke prankster rings to yeah. trick them. Whoops. Um I've noticed in the first movie they were really good at like following the scent. And then like <laughs> they even got like cool dragons to ride, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But then like as the second and third movie goes along, they just like cannot find Frodo and Sam while they're on their own. I feel like it's just like I feel like I think it's because I don't know, this is a theory that he is putting the ring on so much is what it attracts it. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But you are you are right. They are very good at it. That's basically the whole first movie is them just tracking Frodo. Yeah. Um also, I got to say the finale, like the final, like throwing the ring into the lava, I'm not crazy about because it only accidentally falls into the lava. Like, I, I don't even know if Frodo got it back if he was going to toss it in. So, you know, could, the isn't point. that the point? Yeah. Because then I mean, you're that's like, fair. wow, this couldn't have happened on purpose by anyone's will. 
because it just Damn. had to be an accident. Yeah, I think the whole Sam would have thrown I, I that. Think, shit I kind of like it that way. Sam would've probably would have, because like Frodo fails, like the 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 hero of the story yeah. fails at the end, and everything's only get saved because of Gollum. Smeagol, Gollum's greed at the end of the day. True. Like an Odie presence on the screen, everybody, <laughs> just just so everyone knows. Um, yeah, I, lo- I do love when he like lands in the lava and it's in his hand, and then it's really cool. It. I do it's like that though pretty cool um i just wanted to the one thing i had written down was just i hope you guys have seen the uh the bad recorder kid play the, the hobbit or the the hobbit theme i'd hope you've heard seen that is if that the not, one who does like the jurassic park theme yeah he does the he does the the, the soundtrack of this one too and i it really makes a whole happy. soundtrack well like the first the opening song oh like, okay the, na, 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 na. <laughs> he does that. it's great and it's bad um aaron do you have anything we didn't mention that you feel deserves to be said or did we did we do it mm. the only thing is i just i hope people aren't too critical off the bat of rings of power i think kind of like with the hobbit i think so many people are going to have certain expects expectations from lord of the rings but sure. i just think it's important to remember that it's a different story it's a different time period in middle earth completely and a lot of i think what's going to take place is from the Cimmerillion more so than Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit or anything like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's backstory That's and cool it's, the stakes are different. Um, and, but I'm really excited because I feel like I love that it focuses on Elrond and Galadriel because we see them obviously in Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. as adults, but they're not focal points of that story, but they yeah. have really interesting backstories. So I'm really excited to learn more, more about them with the show. And we get yeah. five seasons of it locked in five seasons. I'm stoked. That is, hype. is it, is it mostly elves? Like, is that kind of what it's seems like with? everybody? I, like, I think it's everybody. Cool. Think it's everyone that has rings that, or that were Love given that. rings. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. Also, I'm confused about this. Maybe you guys can explain this a little bit for me. The nine yes. rings given to humans mm-hmm. traps did not work. Yeah. Right. The power okay. corrupted them. Yes. Do they also, do they each have a, like a little mini superpower that's different? Like why is the good one? You can like turn invisible. Like what's up with that? Oh, you oh of the rings. Um, yeah, do they each uh, do a different thing? Well, that one's all... just that one's dope and cool because Sauron made it. Okay, and it's evil. I think I don't do know. Do the other Aaron, rings do there... different stuff? Well, there are three were given to to the race of elves. Yes, and I th- Galadriel has one of them, and I think that her ring has healing powers. Okay. Is maybe cool. the the jazz there? I don't know about the other two exactly. But I don't know. We I don't think it ever touches on the seven to dwarves or nine. Like if there were powers before they gotcha. The, the ones, race, I don't think we know. The ones given to dwarves make them incredible sprinters. I think that's what that <laughs> really? one does. They all combine and make Captain Planet, and he shows. Does <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, amazing. Um, cool. That's Lord of the Rings, guys. Great discussion. Um, should we move on, Jackson? Let's move on to The List is Life. The list is an absolute good. The list is life. Aaron, I don't know if you know this. I think you do. I have a list of every movie I've ever seen. Ranked. Mm-hmm. Currently, the list sits at, as I scroll down ferociously, uh, 2,344 films. Right on. Now, would you like to know where Lord of the Rings sits on my list? Yes. Oh, boy. Tell me. Oh, boy. So I'm going to start 
uh, at the bottom with fellowship, which is my least favorite, Mm -hmm. but (gasps) I should say that my least favorite is also has very high esteem on my list. It's 42nd on my list. It is high up there. Um, At 40 is two towers on my list. I snuck Castaway in between there. Just fair. Right on. Love why not? And then Return of the King, which is my number one Lord of the Rings, is at 31. Ooh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Check it out. And since we're here, I'll tell you where the Hobbit movies are, too. <laughs> um, Smaug, Smaug is actually my favorite. Um, I like Smaug the most. I have that at 1,336, firmly in the middle. Um, then it's the Hobbit. I have at 1,724. We're kind of getting down there. I, it's just, you know, not my bag. And then Battle of the Five Armies, 1,791. Just, it's, it's not it for me. It confuses me too much. And like, it's shot weird. It's like overtly bright, way too bright everywhere. I don't know. What can I say? Um, do you have a random number you want, Aaron, while we're here that you want to know just for funsies? Hmm, 733. Great number. Any reason for behind that number? No. Cool. Just <laughs> nowhere. Um, oops, I had it and I lost it. I'm going to vamp more. Um, 733 is a number and I'm here. Okay. Um, so 733, I don't know if anyone's seen this movie. It's a movie called The Night House. No. Um, it's a little spooky movie. It's on HBO Max currently. Ooh. Um, stars our girl Rebecca Hall. Um, she like her husband like commits suicide, and they're like haunted. She's like haunted by the ghost of him. But he like built their house, but he built like a like a duplicate like spirit world version of the house. So it's like a mirror dimension, and it's weird. And it like talks a lot about like the meaning of life and why do you live and blah blah blah. It's really wild. So okay. check that out. I described it perfectly. And um, yeah, sold me. Yeah, you're welcome. I have it right above Wet Hot American Summer. Hey, hey, now that's a good movie. Now that's a flick. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, all right. Um, let's move on to our final segment. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Recommendations uh, for the people. Um, Aaron, would you like to start? Do you have any recommendations for uh, our listeners today? Hmm. Well, I have, have to, have to, have to recommend my favorite TV show of all time, The West Wing. Nice. A slut for The West Wing. She truly is. love it. I've seen it a million times. I'm actually, I just started rewatching it again. I just can't stay away. Big Sorkin girl. Big Sorkin girl. Huge Sorkin girl. She Um, shaped this brain. Yeah. I need to get back on that too. I was watching that like a moaf during COVID and then I kind of fell behind. I think I'm on season three, but I need to hop back on it. I have no complaints about it. It's a good time. It does change a little around season four, end of season four. Because then I think it, he, it pulls it back leave? at the end. Sorkin yeah, leaves, Sorkin right? left for a bit, but I think he came back at, to at right the end. the end of it. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a little different at the point. A little different, but still great. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Anything else to recommend? House of Dragon, if no one's watching it, which how can you not be? How are you not? What rock are you living under? I don't know. <sighs> I haven't started it yet. I need to. Come You're living on. under Jackson's Come on. <laughs> I really need doing? to. It's all it's right. I, I get it. Like Jackson, it's like how I am with all the MCU shows lately. Like I just wait till like it's almost over you and then I watch it. them all. 
because I just yeah. like it just like doesn't interest me as much anymore. But I'm caught up with She-Hulk except for one episode. So I'm getting there. So you're not caught up. Is what no, you're I lied immediately. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, amazing. Uh, Jackson, any recommendations? Uh, it's tough. I literally have been devoting all of my free time to watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I literally have nothing else that I've started um, besides Umbrella Academy. And I don't want to recommend that to you guys. So check out the Lord of the Rings movies. I, you know what? I've come full circle. I like these movies now. I think they're good. I gave them four stars, except no, I gave two towers, four stars, but I gave the other ones four and a half stars. Cause nice. I think, wow, but that's just a, a slight from the Aaron. peanut gallery. Yeah. Uh, that's okay it was Aaron uh, it's it was I, me <laughs> I I like I do like it I, it's uh, four stars is very good does it remind you too much of 9-11 and that's why you put it down <laughs> that what it is that what it is yeah. Ooh, you know what I'll recommend this 9-11 fun, no oh, okay please <laughs> I'll recommend <laughs> that uh um actually series on YouTube that college humor does oh, yeah, fun. Good. they have a fun fact that I learned from it about the all the tree ants or whatever. Did you know there was a female race of tree ants, Carter? Did you know I that there was? Did not. Did you know why they left? No. They lost they got, them. They got tired of those men. They said, Mm-mm, don't Her. like you. They, they literally were so annoyed by them that they literally just left. And that's like their whole deal, which is cool. As they should. Yes. Oh, fair. Like they Shut took up. a long time. To they take so things, long man. to decide. You know stuff. It's too. so annoying. You know, yeah, you're not Hate wrong. that. Love Anyways. it. Um, amazing. Um, I'm going to recommend, obviously, The Rings of Power. Check out episode one. I don't know if they're releasing more than one episode at a time. I don't know. Off the bat. Don't know. Um, But check out whatever's available. Maybe one, maybe two. Who knows? Who's to Um, say? How long are the episodes? Does anyone know? They have to be. First one is supposed to be two hours. What? Yeah. Holy cow. Apparently, it was a special release in theaters last night and tonight only certain theaters though where was i, I? Looked, goodness that worries me like two hours away couldn't okay. couldn't swing it i right. couldn't finish stranger things season four because like the <gasps> episodes were so long like it was like i would much rather just binge like a bunch you? of hour-long shows <laughs> than, like a couple episodes that were like two and a half hours it's like that's such a big commitment you know what you know what i'm gonna do here i'm gonna recommend for myself to start stranger things you do so, need to watch never i mean it's not like it? never He's seen never it, checked it out. Carter. Never checked it out i know i'm sorry so i'm gonna work on that um while also watching lord of the rings and house of dragon and the boys and the west wing got a lot <laughs> to do so many shows you got lots but to do got so much to do i just go watch random i go watch orphan first kill is my problem <laughs> use my spare time to do that um you i'm gonna get your priorities in order i know and uh, here's a here's one here's my priorities are at go see Breaking that John Boyega bank robbery yeah. movies out looks good I think I'm gonna see that on Monday is the goal the nice little Labor Day festivity um, and then uh, there's this movie out called Honk for Jesus Save Your Soul it looks <laughs> so weird it's like um, it's Sterling K Brown Love and him. it's uh, Regina Hall I think cool um, from the scary movie movies mm-hmm. and they like are like setting up like a congregation after like a scandal they're like trying to rebuild their brand looks kind of fun cool. um so maybe some eyes of tammy faye-esque going righteous on there. gemstones righteous <laughs> gemstones yeah yeah yeah. so check that out and then uh yeah that's all i got and the west wing i guess go check that out sweet carter me need to do Damn that straight. um with that aaron we did it you successfully completed an episode of the rough cut retrospective hell yeah you feel good about it a waste of time. About it. <laughs> Amazing. 
um jackson where can the people follow us on instagram hey you can follow us on instagram at rough cut underscore pod do you do it uh follow us on (laughs) twitter yeah or else uh we'll kill you follow us on twitter uh rough cut underscore co post some reviews and we post our podcast there and a bunch of fun stuff check us out there and uh and yeah we did it we're almost to 100 getting there very exciting Uh, Aaron, thanks again for joining us. This thank was you, lovely. Thank thanks for showing thank your for expertise. Absolutely. Come back anytime. Love to have you. Stop. Okay, I will. Okay. Uh, we're done. Thank you. We love you. Bye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.